You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. Mike Heck here for MMAfighting.com, reacting to some late-breaking news on this Saturday. And for those who subscribe to the podcast network that are up to date with everything we're doing on the podcast network, you're probably thinking to yourself, Mike, what the hell is going on here? UFC 277 is going on. What could you possibly be reacting to? Well, if you've only been focusing on UFC 277 and haven't been focusing on social media or on MMAfighting.com, then you have missed the big news. Jake Paul's upcoming fight, which was scheduled for next Saturday at Madison Square Garden in New York against Hasim Rockman Jr. The fight is off. Not only is the fight off, but the entire event is off because Rockman Jr. allegedly was unable to make the agreed-upon wait for the Showtime pay-per-view Main event. Now, MVP Most Valuable Promotions, which Paul co-owns along with his business partner, Nikisa Bedarian, who you may know from UFC fame, working in the front office, released a statement basically stating that in the last 48 hours, they realized that Hashim Rockman Jr. was not going to make 200 pounds. He was not going to make 205 pounds. In fact, they alleged that Rockman Jr. wasn't going to get below 215 pounds for this fight. And Jake Paul had already said that if he didn't make weight, if any tomfoolery went down, he was going to just go ahead and cancel the event. And I guess Jake Paul is the man of his word. This fight is no longer happening. Jake Paul's not fighting. Amanda Serrano's not fighting. Refunds will be issued to those who have already purchased tickets to this event. This is unbelievable. And who else could join me but my best friend, Alexander Kaylee? who I'm happy was able to take some time. I was able to steal him away <clears> from <throat> his very busy schedule to uh, to react to you, this news, yeah, and I appreciate that. Yeah, didn't work there. <laughs> didn't work. So, oh, that's the listen, best. People in the business, we have a cough button or some variation of it. Didn't work there. No, listen, this, this is what happens. <laughs> well, I mean, this is kind of the reaction we were expecting here, but... What is your reaction, AK? Because, listen, we, we had Tommy Fury. That fell through. Then we get Hasim Rockman Jr. sort of out of nowhere, and they have this press conference, and it just seemed like it seemed like this wasn't going to go well. It seemed like the tickets weren't really flying off, you know, flying out of the booths. It didn't seem like the pay-per-view was going to do all that well, and now it's not happening. The clickiness, the the business side of me, that's like, damn, like, I, I wish we could uh, get the traffic from this thing. But at the same token, as like a combat sports fan, are you heartbroken by this? Because I got to say I'm not. Well, Mike, uh, listen, first Tommy fumbles and now Haseem Rahman <laughs> crumbled. These boxers are the most difficult people to work with and continually lack professionalism and confidence to fight me. 
I apologize to all the other fighters in the card, our partners, our team, and the fans. Those words, of course, the words of Jake Paul, not me. Uh, that uh, His own personal statement released shortly after the official uh, release from uh, Most Valuable Promotions. So, uh, no, I mean, I'm not heartbroken. I, I am a little bit. I actually just just mentioned this. I, I, I am a little heartbroken for Amanda Serrano and yeah. uh, Brenda Carbajal. Uh, if if Jake Paul has done you know anything really positive with his fighting career, it's to sort of bring along, for lack of a better term, Amanda Serrano with him, a fighter who deserves a lot more exposure, and frankly, probably just you know need needed a, a name like Jake Paul to sort of just help her get that. Uh, but we saw you know with the Katie Taylor fight, her and Katie Taylor were stars in her own right. This was going to be a a showcase fight for her, with respect to Brenda uh, Carbajal. This was going to be a showcase fight for Amanda Serrano. And now the whole card has been canceled. So certainly something was lost here. Do we feel that sorry for Jake Paul or for Hasim Rahman? I, I don't know. Kind of like you said, this is somewhat a cancellation of convenience. Uh, I'm not saying Jake Paul, like, you know, foresaw that Rahman would not be able to make the final weight that they decided on. But I, I, it, it does not surprise me that sort of at the first chance they get to kind of maybe say you know let's let's just call this thing off it, it just isn't quite getting the attention ticket sales possibly the the financial gain that a uh, usual jake paul fight does i kind of under i kind of understand you know i kind of understand wh- why this is happening and uh, i think and i do feel bad for the other fighters in the card but as a fan speaking strictly as a fan it it just it just really doesn't feel like uh i, I can't be torn i can't be too torn up about it there's a lot of people who did not care for the Tommy Fury fight. I mean, mainstream-wise, certainly a lot more appeal. And then once that was out, and then Rockman comes in, I mean, the, the interest level just plummeted. Um, there was some thought that, oh, look, he's getting a competitive fight against a somewhat more veteran boxer um, with, with a legitimate size on him. Uh, but outside of that, the intrigue just wasn't there. And most people were kind of just, I, I think some people were hoping he would just beat him and then they would still get the Tommy Fury fight in the future. Maybe that's the direction we go in. I actually don't know where Jake Paul now goes from here. Oh, I, oh, I know this actually works oh, out good. great for Jake Paul. If we're being honest, because let me just say this about this whole setup, this whole thing with Tommy Fury to Hasim Rockman. I don't know. Like if you watch Seinfeld, I'm sure you did because you're my best friend. Of course you, of course you watch Seinfeld, but there's an episode mm-hmm. where, Jerry is cheating on his barber with the barber's son. He keeps mm-hmm. sneaking around, trying to get a haircut from the barber's son, and the barber understands what's happening, and he goes, oh, I like funny, but I don't like a funny business. And I feel like <laughs> this is all, like, funny business. Like, it made no sense. Like, I wasn't fully confident this fight wasn't going to happen with Rockman in there. And even if it did, I just didn't feel like Rockman was just, like, the right B-side for this. But luckily, AK, the timing works so perfectly because coming up September 10th, Nate Diaz is fighting Hamzat Shemaev, and depending on what happens there, Nate is done. His UFC run will be over, and guess who won't have to wait very long to fight Jake Paul, possibly by the end of the year, in a fight that's going to do a bajillion times better than this fight ever would have. And then Amanda Serrano can fight Carbajal on this card. It actually works out great. It, It stinks and I think you can even get Big Baby Davis to push his pro boxing debut back to, to, to fight on an Nate Diaz, Jake Paul card. So all in all, it stinks for the people who actually like really wanted to go to MSG and watch this card. I don't know how many people would actually be able to check those boxes off, but this actually could work out pretty well, could it not? Yeah, I mean... 
You know they're believe, going right I to this, right? <laughs> I can't believe. I mean, I shouldn't be surprised anymore. I can't believe you just you just you're just breaking that out. You're just breaking out. You're pulling the Diaz Paul card. Of course. Saying, this is the time for it. We we have avoid Jake Paul has avoided wasting his time, possibly losing to Hasim Rahman. Uh, and now, should he take a first loss, it could have been said to be at the hands of uh, one Mr. Nathan Diaz. Uh, yeah, I, I um, it's certainly possible. I, I, I don't know. I, I really need to know what happens with Kamzat and Nate Diaz. I, I still think, like a lot of people, that is Nate's last fight. But like many have said, what if he, I don't know, what if he wins? I don't think he is going to. Or what if just somehow he decides to stay with the UFC? I mean, you, it's so hard to tell with Nate because he has been talking about wanting to leave the UFC for so long. But he is mercurial. The, the, the reason we have the word mercurial is for people like Nate Diaz. Uh, if the right offer comes along and the UFC still wants to do business with him, it's it's the home that he's known for so many years. So, you know, the, the devil that he knows might be much more appealing than the devil he doesn't. That devil being Jake Paul in the world of, uh, you know, MMA, crossover, freak show boxing, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, Anderson Silva has jumped into it. He loves it. Nate Diaz, maybe not so much. I don't know if Nate Diaz is... I mean, if he thinks the UFC has politics, I mean, the politics of boxing is, is pretty wild. And I don't know if, if Nate Diaz wants to deal with that. Again, he knows Dana White. He actually has a pretty good relationship with Dana White, despite all the stuff they say in public. Does he want to deal with Jake Paul and Showtime and whoever else, uh, you know, may want to that he may want to work with? I'm not sure. I love where your head's at, Mike. I love where your head's at. That's a far more appealing matchup than Rachman. It's a far more appealing matchup than Tommy Fury. I, I am just being maybe cautious with my heart that we could see that actually happen before the end of the year. You've always been the cautious one between the two of us. I'm I'm willing to to just jump right off the bridge, bungee jump style, and you're like, eh, let me let me feel this out a little bit, make sure the harness is a little bit tighter. You eventually will jump, but you just need to weigh out all the options before you do that. So yeah, this card's not happening. It'll be interesting to see where it does where this does go for Jake Paul because man, after such a big twenty twenty one and the three wins and the two wins over Woodley ending the year with just a vicious knockout after a pretty awful performance and an awful fight before that knockout. People saying he could have been the fighter of the year in all of combat sports to just not fighting at all this year. And then first fight on the books falls out. Second fight on the books for the same card at MSG falls out. But Jake Paul, the promoters had a pretty damn good year with, uh, with the Katie Taylor and Amanda Serrano fight. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. But I guess back to our regularly scheduled program, AK. No one was going to watch it. Yeah, Mike, Mike, no one was going to watch it anyway. Ultimate Fighter uh, Ultimate Fighter 30 finale next oh, Saturday. You're right. Uh, Jamal Hill, Tiago Santos, plus the finals, uh, uh, Muhammad Usman, Zach Paga, and Juliana Miller, and Brogan Walker. Come on, man. No one was going to watch I think we know the real reason that uh, Jake Paul. Here, I'll, listen, we, we didn't know. No, 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 listen. We didn't know the date of the Ultimate Fighter finale until like last week. Suddenly, suddenly, Jake Paul finds out that the Ultimate Fighter finale is happening next week, and then the fight gets canceled. I'm not saying I'm not I'm nothing. I just I'm not, I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. Coincidence? People can make their own conclusions. I think not. Yeah, I mean the the tough finale fights plus the Tiago Santos main event. There's no way Jake Paul uh, fighting anybody could compete with that. But I didn't say it. I didn't say it. Man, you might you might be on to something there. Uh, tune in next week for a new episode of Unsolved Mysteries with myself and Alexander K. Lee. <laughs> we figure out what's going on. But uh, that's it. Jake Paul, Hasim Rockman, fight's not happening. Event is not happening. So it is all sites to 
UFC Vegas 59, Jamal Hill versus Tiago Santos, a.k.a. the tough finale. A.k. thank you for doing this. I appreciate it. Thank you all for listening on a busy Saturday night. Back to your regularly scheduled program. Back to UFC 277. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network.